0: Welcome to the Empire Diaries. We knew the risks, but we had to podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Rudich.
1: And I'm Jill DeHue.
0: (laughs) Yes, we did it. We introduced ourselves. That's most of the battle, I guess. We decided that we needed to podcast about Vampire Diaries because why not? In these quarantines, what else are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. um, the schedule is blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for Morgan and I, this is a rewatch. And for Jill, this is her first time viewing. So we're going to go around the virtual table and I guess discuss our Vampire Diaries origins. Um, I will start. I saw the pilot at Comic-Con, actually, before it premiered. Ooh. Uh Yeah, like, uh, doing it the Wednesday night, you know, before Comic-Con officially starts. And it was um, three pilots they showed that night. Uh, the ABC drama slash remake of V, the alien show with yes. uh, Marina Bacharin, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fox's Human Target and The Vampire Diaries. Uh
2: amazing.
0: Yes. <laughs> three classics. Uh, three classics. <laughs> See? <laughs> seeing the vampire Diaries on like the huge screen in ballroom 20 was actually pretty awesome that sounds like and it. and I was already like into the sh- like I wanted to watch the show obviously because of my love for Ian Summerholder <laughs> and uh, Mr. Ian. Uh, Paul Wesley yeah <laughs> Paul Wesley knee <laughs> waslowski yes. um and so I was I was I was into it I was ready I was sold and then of course when the show uh premiered on the CW I watched every week. And I was like, well, this show is, you know, entertaining. Uh, Of course, again, I was there for Paul and Mr. Ian. (laughs) (laughs) But very quickly, I was, I and a lot of people, honestly, who were were actually watching the show, like serious people like myself, were like, this show is really good, right? Mm -hmm. This show's really, really good. And the rest was eight seasons of history, I guess.
2: To uh to tell you my story. Um, I came to it a smidge later. Um, I came to it mid season. Um, my friend Allison told me she'd been watching it and that she wasn't quite sure yet, um, at the top. And then she told me a couple episodes in, like, you've gotta do this. And I caught up, as many of us did back then, like watching this show on like weird TV websites with Japanese subtitles. Mm-hmm for like the first five or six I'd say so I caught up really quick and then watched it like concurrently for the rest of the time it was on air I almost quit a couple times uh I took a really long hiatus during season seven uh but I caught up in like A day, like like in like a week, when I was unemployed and uh, (laughs) and I was able to watch the finale when it happened uh, of season
0: eight, which was phenomenal. How much did you cry in the series finale? Because I know I cried a lot.
2: (laughs) I was, I think, I was like too shocked to cry. Like I, I couldn't handle it. And then when I rewatched it, which I did a did a rewatch with my boyfriend a couple a year or two ago because he hadn't seen it, and uh, I was a wreck. During many episodes of the final
0: season, get ready for that, Jill.
1: I can't (laughs) wait. I love to cry.
0: (laughs) You will be crying on the show. Yeah, yeah.
2: We have to. Jill does love to cry, and I also do. I think we we there'll be tears in the future.
0: Perfect. I can't wait. (laughs) So, Jill, when did you first hear about the Vampire Diaries?
2: When did you first hear of the Vampire Diaries?
1: Okay, so believe it or not, I was a Tumblr girl back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine <laughs> and most of the feed was like supernatural, the super who lock crew, if you recall them. Oh, those people. Yes, I was oh, part God. of that.
2: that. An amazing time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was God. a big Sherlock and Doctor Who fan. But then occasionally people would reblog Vampire Diaries things, and I was like, "What is this? Get it off! That's not what I'm watching." <laughs> um, so that's basically all I know is what I've seen on Tumblr back in 2009.
2: <laughs> okay, so do you know anything that's like going to happen or anything like that?
1: I I think there's like a love triangle between them, right? I'm Pretty sure. At some point, I, we're
0: not going to answer that. From okay. The I'm like pretty sure. Um, an okay. Angle. You knew of Damon's existence. I knew
1: of Damon's existence because that was the one time someone reblogged, and I was like, "Who is that person?" And then it just left. <laughs> so I never actually sat down and watched it because Doctor Who was more important. <laughs>
0: well, it's a good thing that everything Morgan and I have said about Vampire Diaries has gone like in one ear and out the other for you.
2: Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Telling someone about the Vampire Diaries out of context is, like, an insane thing to do. Like, no one can comprehend anything that you say.
0: It's, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a silent nod. You're like, okay. (laughs) So so to begin this uh, journey through the Vampire Diaries, Mm -hmm. um, we watched the first two episodes, uh, the pilot and Night of the Comet. Uh, yeah. Jill, Jill, as a first-timer thoughts T- tell us what you thought about these episodes of television fantastic
1: pilot fantastic second episode um mm-hmm. very into the music cues <laughs> <laughs> very into Bonnie
0: yes, assuming, yes respecting
1: Bonnie assuming that witches will come in at some point as well as werewolves as they do in most vampire stories <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah, I mean I'm a big Damon fan already. I'm shocked that they brought him in so early. I was not expecting that.
2: He's definitely like a he he's like the only one of these characters at this point who could can and will start a conflict. Like mm. everyone else is is pretty chill until That's things fair. get stirred up. So he's pretty necessary for the show to like, you know, be on the rails. That's um fair. yeah, it's dang it's i forgot how uh what good a moment goes.
1: <laughs> um the crows obviously mean something
0: uh spoiler they don't they, <laughs> they don't? don't yeah they don't
2: um, it's, what? it's one of
0: those things from the book and they like they played around with it for a little bit and then they just drop it it's they don't the crows mean so nothing have
2: you read any of the books no no <laughs> i have Uh, so uh, a bit uh, a bit of a (laughs) some some book corner for you um I believe after the first season when I was like so amped on the show and I just wanted like more Vampire Diaries content I started reading the books and I did not finish them, but they are like significantly more magical. Like they are closer to Buffy. Like they spend a whole book in like an alternate universe. Um, also, the Salvatore brothers are like um, like Itali- I think honestly, like Italian Renaissance like era.
0: So they're uber Italian. Yeah, like, they without like, yeah. spoiling anything. I'm like like Giuseppe. Yeah, like do that Um, they die like
2: stabbing each other with swords. God. <laughs> and, like that's how they became vampires. And uh like so it's even weirder for them to see Elena again, because it's been hundreds of years.
0: Wait, so if they were like in the Renaissance era, how how did they learn about the Civil War? Um, you would be surprised to know there's almost no Civil War <laughs> discussion.
1: <laughs> Boo so I know the Civil War stuff, stuff is like a big
0: deal, I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you not notice from the history class only teaching the Civil War?
1: I did, and I, I noticed while we were watching the chat about the Civil War. Um mm-hmm. didn't know if that was gonna continue
2: or if they would have other school lessons or if it- <laughs> No, there
0: will be no other school lessons. you
2: okay. will not see them in a class that is not history class
0: ever. With that I awful think teacher, never, right? It's you never, you know, with never that awful teacher. A
2: different class,
0: yeah. <laughs> you, I don't want to Civil War history. Yes, I don't want to spoil things for Jill, but yes. like I, I, I feel like I want to give her hope about the awful teacher situation. Yes, um, you know, it it won't always be um that
2: you won't always have that problem. I think okay. we can say yes. Okay, don't worry.
1: So, when I said, Damon, come take care of this problem. He's going to take care of the problem. (laughs) Well, actually, you said, Damo, come
0: take care of this
2: problem. Yes, I will say I'm referring to him as Damo moving forward. (laughs) Um. Uh, sharp-eared uh, listeners of the podcast will hear that uh, Jill, when we were in our Netflix party chat for watching these episodes, which I can't recommend enough as a way to view episodes of The Vampire Diaries uh, with running commentary from your friends who are also drinking, Jill um, <laughs> accidentally typed Damo instead of Damon. And uh, I don't know another way to refer to uh,
0: Mr. Ian Summerhalder's character on this show other than Damo now. Yes, and we also only refer to Ian as Mr. Ian now. (laughs) Mr. Ian. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah
2: I forgot it's like in terms of like I I know Ian Somerhalder was a big get for them casting wise. Yeah, And I was like watching this I was like he shows up so late in the pilot. This must have been like two three days of work. This is great for Ian
0: Somerhalder. What a good career choice at the time. (laughs) First, he's, Before this, he's working in Hawaii, and now he just gets to come in for a little bit. It's good. Good for him. Uh,
1: I am shocked to hear that there are eight seasons. I thought there were five.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> well, if there was five, there would be no season six, and we need season six. And that would be a tragedy. <laughs> That'd be
2: an actual war crime. If the Vampire Diaries ended in season five, that would be a uh, a real bummer. <laughs> How many episodes per season? What am
1: I
0: What am I in for? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> These are yeah. full seasons for the most part. Not uh, uh, towards the end; it's it's not full seasons, right? Yeah, I think
2: towards the end they shorten it. Like I I think the final season might only have a thirteen episode order. Yeah, oh, I'm what? gonna pull up the wiki. But I I know I think 7 is a full
0: 22. Dang. 8 is 16. Mm-hmm. 7 is 22. Yeah, these are 22 episodes. But it's worth it. It I is 100% worth I, don't, it.
1: I don't remember the last time I did a show that has 22 episodes
0: per season. <laughs> and considering the things that happen in just like two episodes, it's going to be like... It's going to be a ride. It, the yeah. show burns through plot like no other show I've seen ever honestly and it's the show's crowning achievement
2: it's a gift like the show's pacing is pretty incredible and they keep going without like big hitches for a very long time like it's really really impressive i like as you know now that i you know i i watch a lot of tv um humble brag and uh, (laughs) this is really really impressive plotting this is high-quality uh, rock and roll music. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Should we talk about the pilot some more? Because, dang, what a uh, uh, the that spooky opening. Oh, Jill, um, what would you say were the scariest moments for
0: you?
1: When she fell into a tree. Horrifying.
0: <laughs> that was the one. Terrifying.
1: Terrifying. <laughs>
2: So, and Elena is running out of the graveyard of the pilot, and she trips and, and just, into a dream.
1: I mean, it's impressive.
2: Not the opening of each episode in which, like, two people are like
0: terrorized and killed.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, that's true.
0: Does that yeah, happen every again, episode? Not every episode, but like to be to set up the show and basically got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, it's very. Kevin Williamson who is co-creator of the show and also okay noted in the pilot it's the same in episode 2 these actors just look like older versions of the cast members of the show and it's very strange.
2: It's that thing where when you start to watch shows you realize that like um people have types like the people who are making casting decisions like mm-hmm. that, that they have these archetypes that you didn't understand like you'll start to realize like Like watching like Shane Black movies, you realize Shane Black has a type. Like he likes brunettes, (laughs) so it's like Margaret Qualley. It's um, Rebecca Hall in Iron Man Three. Like they, the like Plack and Williamson also have types, like kind of archetypes that they go for.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, well, do you want to go through? I guess each character individually. Sure. Yeah. Should we start? Do you want to just start with Demo?
1: Demo. I love him. (laughs) Yeah, let's go <laughs> <have> a Demo. <laughs> Listen, I am a sucker for the snotty brat of the show, which is why I'm a Spike person, if we're talking mm-hmm. about it. um, So, yeah, automatically, Demo in the top. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Team Demo. Team Demo. Um, yeah, I mean, um, Latoya made a really good point in our uh, Netflix party chat that uh, Mr. Ian is not yet, like, at his full powers uh, as demo. Um, because you know, like it's the first couple episodes, not everybody is like it has. You know, you know, it always takes a couple episodes for everyone to like fully get it because you have to play the character mm. for a while. Um, but still, like it's a it's a really good performance. And it's really fun, and it's fun to mm. see them kind of feel the roles out. But yep. like, dang, I mean, hello, brother, remains a very iconic entering
0: line. <laughs> Uh, it's so good it's I, I was saying in the chat you know he's at a two here but he's still great here oh yeah it's
2: it's yeah it was not a dig it was very much like a oh like he's finding it and it mm. and there is room to grow it was like jill get stoked
0: uh the Damon groove is uh, you know, once he gets in it he can't get out of it as we as we know as we've as we've seen
2: it is a it's a it's a magnetic role much like that of uh, the clown prince of crime <laughs> <laughs> So a hard one to shake <laughs> of which this pilot does have a keith ledger shout out that is hard to let go yeah,
1: i was shocked to hear that
2: he predicted keith ledger's
0: death and i have questions why does Bonnie never talk about this ever again? If I were Bonnie, I would talk about this all the time. Like, how far <laughs> in advance? Because it was a cultural moment that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, as I said said that scene also, that is the the happiest Bonnie ever is on this show. She is so dang cute in this pilot. She is, like, bubbly
2: and, uh, you know, ecstatic to meet the day. Um, and that is uh, rare for for Bonnie. <laughs>
0: And then she just keeps oh, having no. premonitions, and they're not good.
2: Yeah, it's almost as if, uh, like, realizing she was a witch made her very sad and put her through a lot of pain. <laughs> I'm sure that will increase. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everything's going to be great. Um, but, yeah, um, Kat Graham is so good in the pilot. She's just, like, the cutest and the best. And she and, uh, she and Nina already have, like, very good friend chemistry, I feel like.
0: Yeah. She like Kat and uh Nina and Candace all have that that friend chemistry pretty instantly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and also as she, uh, she's credited Katarina Graham oh, uh, at this point. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> Use her real names, Katarina, mm-hmm. Mr. Ian. <laughs> Mr. Ian.
2: <laughs> we gotta go through those titles.
0: Yeah. Um Jill, how do you feel about uh Bonnie?
1: Love Bonnie. She's up there with demo.
0: Wow. I would we're gonna have to get like a, a, a running like Jill ranking of the characters every episode.
2: You do have to have a Jill power ranking. Yeah. So it's 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 Ooh. is it Bonnie Damo or
0: Damo Bonnie? It's probably Demo Bonnie. Demo Bonnie. <laughs> All right. Yes. Great, great, great. I think it's always gonna be Damo on top. <laughs> a Demo Bonnie pairing is what I always like. Um <laughs> let's see <laughs> who I'm just going to see what I, uh, Aunt Jenna, how about, let's let's talk about Aunt Jenna, I'm just going randomly, like, I see a name and I said, there we go, Aunt Jenna, how do we feel about Aunt Jenna, Jill?
1: Love her, um, not really talking about her grief very much. Not at all. Yeah, (laughs) which seems strange, but, yeah, yeah,
0: she's (laughs) great. Her her big sister died. Yeah,
2: it's really fun. (laughs) I don't know if this was a reveal uh, during the vampire Diaries or not but um this week I was either reminded or it was revealed that a character on Legacy's uh, middle name is Jenna and I was very stoked about it um so it's appropriate to make tributes um watching this now um as uh, as an adult who uh, is you know has come to terms with being bisexual I was like... De- Jenna should date me. Um,
0: I would like <laughs> to help her raise these kids. She's um, a good kid. I love her. I mean, we haven't even gotten to Jenna's greatest moment yet, though. Uh, yeah. It has something to do with the internet. And <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> one of the best line deliveries anyone's ever given.
0: <laughs> Jill, <laughs> what do you think it is we're talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Do you want to guess at all? Uh...
2: Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> okay. How about Matt Donovan, uh, baby blue? No, bottom, bottom tier.
2: <laughs> wow. So you said you had a grudge against Matt already. What is, what's your problem with Matt? I ask with no animosity.
1: I just he seems
2: he's too caught up
1: on Elena like you broke up leave her alone and then <laughs> and then also his eyes are too aggressive it's like too aggressively blue I don't
2: how dare you wow Jill what you've said is against my religion um <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> I respectfully disagree um, I think, uh, Zach Rourke's so, I think he's great in this pilot. He, like, auditioned for Damon, right?
0: He did? That was the, yeah.
2: the narrative. Yeah, is, guy.
0: well, before this, like, right before this, he played an asshole, uh, on Friday Night Lights who was oh abusive goodness. towards, uh, Tyra Tyra. So, it was actually in his wheelhouse, and I, like, held a grudge for a while because I was like, I hated you as Cash, you piece mm-hmm. of shit. He's, um, I watched Friday Night Lights after... I started watching
2: the Vamp- Vampire Diaries, so like in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I had not uh, yet met Cash. When I saw Cash, I was like, oh, great, Matt Donovan. <laughs> um, I was like, Oh, no. For a shock. Um, I think he's great in this. Like, I-, I think they do a good job with him not playing too hard into being like, like, he's really broken up over Elena, but he's not entitled to her in a way that I think is really nice like mm-hmm. he, they do a good job with that like shading like I was um that's there's a scene with like him and Stefan in the second episode where he kind of like kind of pulls the like you know I look out for Elena thing right but he does a really good job kind of like getting a little macho and then being like I don't know man I don't even believe in this I'm just a nice kid <laughs> like just be nice to my friend yeah yeah <laughs> cares about Elena. She's his, she's his best friend. Yeah, and like, it's just, his. They, they make it clear that, like, his family situation is not great. Like, his parents aren't around. Like, he's just taking care of Vicky, who I think Vicky makes a pretty good case for herself in the first two episodes as being a hard
0: person to take care of. Mm-hmm. And Vicky, the show never... It, It's weird about acknowledging this. Vicky is the older sibling, but you would not know that from the way she acts.
2: Yes, I forgot about that. That is so strange because she also, she makes the big point that she's older than Jeremy. And I was like, but not by much, right? But I was like, she's probably like, what, like two or three years older than him, which in high school is a lot. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, which makes their dynamic even weirder. And it's already pretty weird.
0: Yes. uh. Should we talk about Vicky or Jeremy next? Mm-hmm. Whoever you like. Hmm. Let's talk about Jeremy, who uh, we were dunking on the entire time. Uh,
2: yeah, G- we- Jill should say some nice stuff about Jeremy now so that we can say what word I I had to
1: Google who Jeremy is just now because I was like, oh, God, which one was that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, Jeremy. I think, you know, he's... He's grieving. Let him grieve.
0: He totally is. Yes. Jeremy also has the second best internet moment in the history of the show. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah. Vampire Diaries is a a show that uses the internet. Um, The CW, um, like, uh, you'll probably remember this from watching Gossip Girl, Jill, like, that the CW would, like, partner with, like, samsung or like something like that and then there'd yeah. suddenly be like a lot of product placement. um mm-hmm. you have a little bit of that in store for you <laughs> Ooh, oh i can't wait
0: oh you cannot wait <laughs> yeah it's it's great honestly it makes me
2: so happy um it's like for me it's as nostalgic as like the needle drops is like seeing the product placement mm-hmm. um because i'm honored but uh with Jeremy, I don't know, my, my uh, you know, brilliant point on this is that, uh, much like Friday Night Lights, with the way that you, like, are annoyed with Julie Taylor a lot, I feel like I'm annoyed but affectionate towards Jeremy a lot.
0: And, I mean, we've been teasing it in the chat, like, we're just really excited for all of his uh, hair changes just in season one. He goes through some intense hair changes in season one. He really does. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a choice that is made for some reason.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to talk about people's hair a lot. Like, I know there's, if you, like, I, I I'm I listened to a lot of, like, interviews and stuff with, uh, like, Julie plaque and Kevin Williamson and all of them, and they were, they've made a point of saying that, like, all of the guys on the show had an opinion of when their hair was at its best, and then they're always trying to get back to it and not quite
0: getting there. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Well we we haven't even met the characters with the male characters with the best hair on the show yet. We have not. <laughs> and once that happens, it's just it's just perfect hair every episode. It's so good.
1: They've gotta be werewolves, right? The werewolves have the best hair. No, actually. There are werewolves
2: though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, we've told you there are werewolves. You used to weren't listening to us. That's right. <laughs>
2: It, this show probably is the best reveal. The moment at which the show decides there are going to be werewolves is incredible. <laughs> it is a uh, it's a perfect moment. Well, I, I mentioned this in the chat
1: too, is I'm waiting for her to find out that they're vampires, and I just I don't know if it's gonna beat Twilight for me. Um, cause I love that
2: fourth <laughs> scene.
0: This is heresy to me. It will
2: be different, Jill. Um, I think they play it a little more grounded is how I'm going to put it. Um, I really like um, the way that they do it. I think they do. They like keep her in the dark for uh, as long as is reasonable and uh, like have her find out in a cool way.
0: And again, this show burns through plot. So make of that what you will. Mm -hmm. oh yeah we talked about Vicky basically when we talked about Matt let's Mm -hmm. see who can we talk about next Mr. Tanner just kidding uh (laughs) Elena beautiful uh
2: I would do anything for her uh I love her very much uh Nina Dobrev is so lovely in this pilot and like warm and sweet and like sad in a way that is like incredibly like winning and like mm-hmm. she's really like she's doing she's walking a really nice tightrope.
1: Yeah, she's very endearing. Yes. I fell drawn to her right away, which is mm-hmm.
0: rare. She's not whiny, which is it could be easy to be, and I feel like a lot of people erroneously c- consider Elena whiny and I've never really thought that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which yeah, it's always to me and I remember like originally watching this, having seen Nina in uh, DeGrassi, this is what she was in before this. She was a very bad actress on DeGrassi, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow with Vampire Diaries, it was like, "Holy shit, Nina Dobrev can
2: act!" Yeah, it's almost like it's maybe a little hard to give a good performance on DeGrassi.
0: How dare you! How dare you say that's Aubrey Drake Graham?
2: <laughs> oh my, um, Jill, did you ever watch DeGrassi?
1: I did not.
2: Can I take a break? The briefest Degrassi detour in that um, I follow the Degrassi No Context Twitter account, and uh, they recently did a thread of all the events and mentions at the ravine. And Jill, the ravine is like exactly what it sounds like, a ravine behind Degrassi where all shady stuff goes down. (laughs) So it's just screencaps of like terribly awkward like teens making out, and it is uh deeply deeply funny and i um <laughs> had forgotten about the ravine and i was glad to remember <laughs> glad to remind any of you guys who've forgotten <laughs>
0: thank you thank you morgan important to make up to the ravine and uh, as we discuss elena of course we need to talk about stefan mr paul wasilewski himself like, again, so good, like, I mean, just, like, because
2: Twilight's, like, around, and it's out there, and there's, like, the pressure to, like, get people who like Twilight to like the show, but also to get people who don't like Twilight to like the show, like, that was a really tough needle to thread, and he does such a great job at being, like, weary at times, I think, in these first two episodes, especially with Damon, mm-hmm. like, in a way that makes him feel, like, older, but not, um, not weird if that makes sense (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. yeah charming as hell (laughs) the show definitely used twilight as a way to you know get picked up by the cw Mm -hmm. and i i feel like the show reveals very quickly oh it is not twilight it is something uh else and definitely something much darker as we will see as it goes on (laughs) again without trying to spoil anything yeah not to keep bringing up friday night lights but
2: like this first season really feels like that's a touchstone for them.
0: Yeah. And as we were saying a lot during the pilot, it's just Elena and Stefan, uh, Nina and Paul, the way they look at each other, they're really good at looking at each other. It's just like. It's fully the like, Alexis good
2: looking. They are good at looking. Like, they're good at <laughs> each other. It's
0: great to watch. But of course, uh, there is the twist. With uh, Catherine, eighteen sixty four. Yeah, what the hell is that?
1: What is- I what like? Mm.
0: <laughs> so you you knew nothing about that at all. That part of the show.
1: So I remember when I saw the name Catherine, it like flashed me back to my Tumblr days, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where I recognized that there is a Catherine version of Nina Dobrev and then the Elena version, mm-hmm. but I don't know what that means. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> just remember having that flash Do you have any sense of like what it is I mean you know they made it clear that like there's a chance of history repeating itself and that there like, was a Catherine in the past that they were both interested in but like yeah,
1: So I'm assuming that that's like their ex from that's the one that he's like upset about that Damo brought up mm-hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah Um, good assumption
1: mm -hmm. yeah because it was like a long time ago which is what he said um using my brain but (laughs) i like mm, is like she's reincarnated or
2: (laughs) (laughs) well well, um they the way they handle it in the books is interesting because like in the in the show they are identical obviously and that is um you know, gonna be plot founder for later. In the book, it's weird because he's like, I saw her and I was like, she looks quite a bit like Catherine, except there are slight differences. So I know she's just a descendant of hers, which is like a weird way to explain away something that could be interesting. But uh, are
0: cowards? Are also, <laughs> now
1: Is it gonna be like a great great granddaughter and they're like in love
2: with their love's granddaughter? That's really what it is in the books, yeah. But yeah, it's very weird in the books because Elena is both blonde, which I think a lot of fans of the books were upset about when Nina Dobrev was cast, which is pretty arbitrary. But um, more so she's like mean, like she's like a mean popular girl. She's basically Ooh. Caroline, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: right?
2: Yeah, and, but there's no Caroline, there is a Bonnie, and there's like this character named Meredith that they dropped.
0: Um, oh well, is it's, it's Meredith Fell right
2: I think it is yeah but I'm not positive um, I cannot
1: remember they stray from the books pretty significantly it sounds like oh
2: absolutely yeah and I also read these books a full 10 years ago mm-hmm. so my memories are pretty famous
0: and I am reminded we've, we have to talk about Caroline last but especially not least oh. Caroline love Caroline love her good good I- I don't trust anyone who says that like it took a while to like warm to Caroline like no I loved her immediately.
2: She's phenomenal right off the bat. And and even if you did not like her at the top of the episode, which I still kind of don't understand but can allow, her scene at the end of the pilot where she is drunk in like the Mystic Grill talking about how no one ever wants her.
0: She is Ooh, yeah. so
2: good in that scene and like she's so so lovely and like how could you not uh how could you not stand
0: we're gonna be praising Candace Ackala a lot honestly that's just that's a given for mm-hmm. anyone listening to this podcast because she deserves it she does <laughs> um
2: and she's uh she ends uh our pilot meeting demo and she ends yeah. the second episode hooking up with him so what are your thoughts Jill
1: um she's gonna be a vampire that's my prediction wow mm-hmm. and where is she on your ranking mm-hmm. oh she's near the top not up there with himo okay. and bonnie but like getting there like very close
2: okay <laughs> is there anyone we didn't talk about? oh
0: we didn't talk about tyler <laughs> uh poor michael trevino <laughs> as usual <laughs>
2: uh he gets the short end of the stick in this pilot and that he he is not in it very much and he is you know our
0: antagonist for a lot yep. of that. Uh, so jill uh morgan and i have talked about this a lot and probably around you and you probably didn't know what we we're talking about but we're always like michael trevino is a leading man who unfortunately gets relegated to like supporting asshole character mm-hmm. and enough is enough <laughs> i'm putting my foot down
2: <laughs> we gotta get him a lewd uh, he's really good yeah I, wh- what did you think Joe?
1: I'm still googling who this man is
2: Tyler
0: is the, heard... the one that was uh, feuding with Jeremy for Vicky's affection mm-hmm.
1: oh he sucks
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's a fair take
2: on like yeah, first two episodes Tyler he's not a nice person no I do not yeah. like him He's he's a he's a real meanie, uh, and he's like arguably uh, trying to rape Vicky, which we don't love
0: um, that at all. Yeah, and we're we're gonna hand wave that a little later. Should we keep a running tally of all the times he never interacts with Elena in every episode? yes it is it's a very funny th-
2: I would like to keep track of the first time they talk if we can yes. pinpoint the first moment they actually speak to each other I would love that because they weirdly have no crossover <laughs> even in scenes they're in they just like don't acknowledge each other as if they're in
0: a feud yes Oh, I'm trying to think like when is the first time they have a one-on-one scene and is it season two I like I cannot, the only scene I can honestly think of between
2: just the two of them is the season six finale, (laughs) which you you don't know why, but that's very funny.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that
0: means. (laughs) I'm sorry, but this is a very cute cut. We're going to cut us us laughing so hard. (laughs) um i did write
2: down one of tyler's lines uh that so I can, i'll get us back on the rails which um jeremy threatens to kill him at one point and and tyler just says damn that was like a death threat he does which is great i mean he accurately defined what just happened he like next
1: to him and I like oh was that a death threat
0: I was like what <laughs> it was like a death threat and I think the girl next to Tyler is one of the Miss Mystic Falls girls uh, right Morgan?
2: Oh I wasn't sure I wasn't looking I will go back and look later and probably tell you that you're 100% right.
0: <laughs> Jill you'll be excited for Miss Mystic Falls uh, yes. a, a highlight of the town of Mystic Falls We we
2: love a town event and Miss Mystic Falls is one of the best ones all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we opened our first town event with our uh, Night of the Comet. Did you enjoy it, Jill? Yeah, very confused about
1: what the event was, besides <laughs> watching a comet. It was literally just
0: watching the comet. And children having their faces painted like tigers? You never got together with your entire town and watched a comet?
2: <laughs> Lit some candles? Can't say
1: I've ever done that, no. <laughs>
2: Uh, I gotta say, I am a huge sucker for the, like, candle scene where, like, Matt is, like, lighting Elena's candle or whatever, and then she, like, turns and it's Stefan, and I was like, this is a transitionary period for Elena! It was great. I uh, lost my mind. Poor Matt. Poor Matt. Yeah, I just, I, I I don't understand how you can dislike Matt, Jill, when he is just so actively being kicked down repeatedly. <laughs> But that's I believe, how you feel about me and Jeremy. So fair enough.
1: Um, I'm sure I'll warm up to him right now. It's, we're on episode three. I'm sure
2: mm-hmm.
1: that I'll be a Matt fan eventually.
0: Yeah, I think you're going to succumb. You're just going to feel so bad for him that you're going to be like, I guess I like him now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Matty Blue Eyes, the king. Uh actually I want to give uh, I want to call Bonnie the King for her, her texting abilities Haughty, staring at you yes yeah. fantastic
2: God oh my gosh I have I have various notes but I I don't know if, if now's the time to get into them but I, if we're gonna talk about like specific lines um Caroline does at one point, exclaim share the smut which i forgot about and i now need to use anytime i'm talking to someone about how a date went Ew, <laughs> don't do that you guys get ready next time you guys get a date, you yell share the smut at you so post quarantine was was anything particularly prescient quarantine wise in this episode i couldn't think of anything
0: I mean, there will be stuff in the future mm-hmm. of the season that will be for quarantine. Yep. Um, <laughs> but for now.
2: Not a lot. Let's see.
1: No, I don't think so.
2: Yeah. I, um... I drew a lot of uh in my in my notes, I drew the like eyes looking emoji a lot, probably just because it's one of my favorite ones. But it was <laughs> just mostly because a lot of people are staring at each other in this episode. Mm-hmm. So I wrote like Stefan I emoji's blood and Matt I emojis Stefan.
0: I wrote like a, a lot of all caps once we were in episode two because I was so happy to see the sets. And locations that we know that are not in Canada. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the like Georgia is so good to them as a location, and also just like the sets they build are beautiful. Um, Jill, what did you think of Stefan and Damon's house?
1: Very into it. Big so
2: pretty.
1: I keep like thinking it's going to be um, the True Blood house, <laughs> and then it's not. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jill. Oh. Yeah, in the pilot, it's so small, and I'm like, this isn't a matter. And then episode two, we're in Georgia, and it's fine, and we're good.
2: Yeah, it's so pretty and uh, so red. Uh, I really just love it. It's yeah, like the look of everything is great. Like Elena's yeah. house is so like mm-hmm. lovely and open and bright, and there's mm-hmm. is such a great
0: contrast. Yeah, I I love uh, I love the sets. Happy to get the real Mystic Grill. I love the grill. So, so much stuff goes down at the grill. Which is a real restaurant you can just go to in Georgia, which is crazy. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh. Um, Like there's like there, which I think like the exterior of it. I think they're, the inside's a set.
0: Um, yeah. Well, yeah. For the set, uh, I guess this isn't really spoiling and This is just like a fact that the set eventually did burn down like in the later seasons.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um the but yeah it's um that whole there's like a the whole town where they shot most of their exteriors is like there's so much like licensed and unlicensed vampire diaries merch you can buy there i had friends who lived in georgia or near georgia and would like who told me about it and said it's like kind of wild and i have a friend who wrote an episode of legacies recently who like was uh was going and she says you get like a pretty big reception when you're there which is really amazing because it seems like the town really loves the show that's, Ooh, cool. that's cool yeah right hmm. yeah. I, love
0: it. Uh, I have a line i want to point out from the pilot Please. uh by stefan caroline you and me it's never gonna happen i'm sorry <laughs> what so ice mean. cold <laughs>
2: so mean <laughs> um, you, you were, like, he was direct, which is nice. He, he was direct, but that was so mean. It's just, like, yeah, like, let her down a little more gently, dude. <laughs> Especially, like, she's, like, going at you hard. Like, you could, you could like, have slightly more tact. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I mean, I love I love her calling her shot right up top, just being like, "We're planning a June wedding." I was like, yeah, "Honey,
1: fan of that."
2: Um, uh, Jill, um, a exciting thing for you to hear, but don't look them up. Uh, for the final season, all of the episode titles are like lines of dialogue from the first season.
1: <laughs> oh, cute! Yes,
2: yeah. do not look anything up.
1: Okay, I won't.
2: Uh, when I found out and, like, was, like, you know, looking through the episodes, like, I lost my mind. I was so excited. Um, yes. The show really, I think, does a a good job of, like, cashing in on its own mythos in a nice way. Like, I think it's not overly self-referential, but it, like, does, like, know what about it is iconic, which is nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, uh, season six and eight have the, the best episode titles. Mm-hmm. I
1: know that the show as a whole, you guys are big fans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Would you say that the finale left you satisfied?
2: Yeah. Very. Okay. Okay. Yes. And it made me cry a lot? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know there was a lot of crying. I just wanted to know if it was like good
0: crying. (laughs) Yes, it was good crying. Okay.
2: The the end, uh, yeah. That the the end end like wrecked me. But even just like as a full episode, I think it's a really really good finale. Like this, it doesn't let you down.
1: Perfect. Love to hear it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. What am I, what else we got? We got we got to, we should talk music a little bit. The fray because there are oh, um needle <laughs> drops.
0: <laughs> it's like you could almost hear the needle dropping at, at certain points. Oh God! Yes. Um.
2: What a gift. Um. I forgot that Katy Perry's thinking of you, plays And it's like the second song. <laughs> I truly love that song, and I was like, I was, I was
0: amped. <laughs> you gotta get amps when you're watching the Vampire Diaries. The Vampire Diaries. I always just, I, I can't. Hear never say never by the fray without thinking of the vampire diaries, and when it like just starts playing at the end of the pilot, I'm just so happy every
2: time. Game here, it is so nice. Jill, did you like that one? Um,
1: I was a big fan of the fray back in the day, so I'm very excited to do them again. (laughs) Oh, me too. I had such a crush on that lead singer, really? Oh my god.
2: um this is the, the weirdest half brag um I, uh I saw I saw them in concert when I was younger when I was in, like seventh grade or something and I also had a crush on the lead singer and yeah. my friend somehow got backstage after and like called me and I like had a stilted conversation with him for one minute Whoa. he was very very kind it was only stilted because i was 12 um but it was uh, a big highlight of my life at the time wow Wow. so you know vampire diaries connections all around (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. and uh also gravity by sarah perellis beautiful Uh, great use. two years before community did the joke by the
2: way (laughs) Yes, and I know because I at, when I first watched it, it was there was no irony to it for me. I was like, "This is great, good song, good, uh, you know, they're being good." And I was never like, I was never a huge Sarah Bareilles fan. I, I like her, but I wasn't like intimately familiar with her discography. So like, this song never had a huge amount of significance to me until Community did that joke. And then whenever I would rewatch The Vampire Diaries, I can unfortunately no longer take this very good scene fully seriously. Even though it's
0: a very good scene. It's really good.
1: I'm going to be honest, I never watched Community, so I have no idea what the joke is. Uh, but I love <laughs> the
0: scene.
2: We're going to send you some links.
0: Please do. It's good to have like fresh eyes because Jill, you haven't like seen anything, have you?
1: No, nothing.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. This is the best. Wait, um, Latoya, we'll how much Twilight have you seen?
0: I've seen the last movie.
2: What? Oh, well then, you know, we'll we'll inform you when uh, when parallels arise. I'm aware. I
0: know pop culture.
2: <laughs> well, you know, the finer points. <laughs> Um, if, uh, if I may, uh, stump for, uh, Twilight, uh, colon, uh, Breaking Dawn part one, uh, I would argue that it, uh, slaps. (laughs) Really? I, I my least favorite. I watched it again recently and I was not excited to watch it. I I took, I took my boyfriend through the, through the saga and I was like, oh, I've been underrating this for a long time. It, uh, riffs.
0: (laughs) Wow! Um,
2: yeah, gotta gotta reconsider it, guys. It's quarantine; you have time. But part two, Jesus! But part
1: two, you know,
2: part two is absolutely bonkers.
0: <laughs> it is. I was very drunk and possibly a little high, <laughs> as you should be. Um, let uh, me look through my notes. I might have other, you know, deeply important insights. So I noticed something in the pilot. I guess I've never really noticed before, <laughs> which is. The episode, I guess, plays around with the idea that it is Stefan who is doing the animal attacking. hmm Yeah. I really never knows. I always just like, it's Damon, of course, because really, you're watching the promos, you you see good brother, evil brother. I think, you know, it's going to happen. Was there, did you like ping on that? Or did you think, was there ever a possibility that, oh, maybe it's Stefan, maybe he's actually evil? No. Or you're like, no, of course not. No. Not even for a second. <laughs> Paul Wesley's far too sweet in this pilot. Like he's
2: there's something like sad about him, and he's definitely brooding a ton. Yeah. But there's
0: just nothing violent about him. He's too lovely. Which is, it's crazy because prior to Vampire Diaries, uh, Mr. Paul Wasilewski typically played the bad boy in mm-hmm. shows, which is why I was surprised when he got cast as the good brother role. Actually, I'm like, huh. I don't know if he can pull this off, but he he pulls this off. He's yeah, he's still lovely. Like I, I find him
2: uh, very like a comforting and trustworthy presence.
1: He has a very nice face.
2: Yeah, good face. I speaking of comforting um, presences, uh, the second episode did uh, like feature the debut of Elena's uh, cream-colored leather jacket, <laughs> It was a welcome sight for sore eyes for me. <laughs> I can never pull that off.
0: <laughs> Things that made me feel safe. That jacket, Stefan's hair, Stefan's abs. Abs. Oh, the glow up, abs-wise. And episode abs two. <laughs> Wild.
1: Is this gonna be a sexy vampire show?
0: Yeah, there's yeah. sexiness. There's sex there's, there's sexiness happening. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm want to say so many things but I, I can't i don't want to spoil jill i know I'm, I'm just let's assure you
2: it's going to be sexy
1: i believe you
2: <laughs> yeah i can i can very much promise you that um in terms of other uh iconic moments we gotta mention um uh that's for me to know and for you to dot 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 uh, appearing in episode two again
0: really great
1: what a line
0: good shit <laughs> yeah that's one of those uh iconic demo lines uh yeah
2: and like yeah it's just good stuff um you guys uh jill was it you or was it latoya we were just uh watching um Stefan and elena talk to each other and we were like it'd be cool to have a crush right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> this show is good at having crush vibes
0: yeah uh and there's just so more people to have crushes on. So many more people to have crushes on. Mm-hmm. People yeah. with great hair to have crushes on. Okay, in
2: the first two episodes, who do you guys have a crush on the most?
0: Uh, who do I have a crush on the most? Can I have a tie? Of course. I think it's probably between Caroline and Stefan. He gives he gives good face. <laughs> he does give great face, too. Yeah.
1: hmm Mine's Damo and Bonnie.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> without spoiling anything, again, I keep saying without spoiling anything, you will be so happy in the, in the distant future.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and right now I'm going to say mine are Elena and Jenna. I These are these, <laughs> these gals. They're hearty. They're doing their best in the face of great hardship. I love them.
0: <laughs> I love this. Uh, so should we have like uh, every episode we're going to do our crushes? That's what we're doing. Um, Please. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if we can't talk about who we want to make out with, what's the point of doing this? oh Yes. Oh, well, when a certain character shows up, <laughs> I know who I want to make out with. That can, that could can mean anyone, really. Honestly, I get this. And we don't know who you're talking about. That's how many people are on the show. <laughs> a certain character with great hair. Wait, that still does not narrow it down. Still doesn't narrow it down. Oh, I'm so excited! I am. I, this is going to be really fun, guys. I was talking about a certain character with great hair who likes to chop off fingers. That that one you will understand, and Jill will not. What? <laughs> that's a good character.
1: Chop chop off. I would
2: also make out with him. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. There's gonna be I'm I'm I think that we also need to talk about every episode whatever moment scares you the most because there is a horror element to this show.
0: Well I guess the, the, the running into a tree is what scares
2: <laughs> me. <laughs> um but... Gang, I think we, we might have
0: covered all of it. I think we did. We did it. Uh we didn't really talk, I guess, about Jeremy's drug deal. <laughs> I guess. Oh, yeah, should we hit that really quick? Jeremy's a drug dealer. <laughs> what a doofus. Yeah, and like v- Vicky's like fucking him on drugs. <laughs> it's dark. It's very dark, and honestly, the Donovan family is just a, a sad family. And we'll learn more about that, and we'll be monitoring Jeremy's hair also. Is there is there a happy family on this show? <laughs> Um, Let me me go through the the (laughs) Rolodex. Caroline's family, almost, at times. Uh But not when we need them. No. Yeah, so the Forbes family, no. Elena's family, no. Obviously, the Salvatore family, no. No. Bonnie's family, no. No. Oh, God, Bonnie's family, no. Yeah, it's a no. (laughs) Yeah, I think there is no happy
2: family right now.
0: Is there ever any happy family? On, like, um... I mean, I think Gilberts become like a,
2: a happier, more cohesive unit at times. But like, you know, the point of the show is that there's constantly drama and constantly like family motivated drama because this is a family drama when it's at its best a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, by design, they can't be happy. Yes, that's mm-hmm. true
0: so there oh. we go guys I'm, I'm stoked I'm amped we are amped and that's why this is the Empire Diaries <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us on our first episode of many we're not going to stop doing this we don't care what you say yep. <laughs> say bye everyone
1: bye
0: bye <laughs> bye <laughs>